0: You hear that noise in the background, it's water coming down. I'm about to take a shower right now, right now. I'm feeling really dirty after this, I should feel clean. Cause that's the way that showers work. I said what? I said that's the way that showers work. Here I go. Good morning, everybody. My name is OJ. This is Fresh Squeezed. Get it? And today's Monday and it's great. Because ever since I started cooking, uh, Mondays have been my weekends, so it's just nice. I've always been a fan of Mondays, and you know, I go online, and all my friends and family and the rest of the world, you know, they have their 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 coffee posts and their dreadful Monday posts, and and I mean, I don't want them to feel that way, but Monday has just become this this day that's like oh my god the beginning of the work week and so it's been nice so if you want to get rid of that you should become a cook because a lot of restaurants are closed on mondays it tends to be the slowest day of the week for restaurants and it's always been kind of delightful just or pleasant just knowing that i'm here and everyone's (laughs) working their tail off no it's just It's just cool. It's just like, it's like being in an empty world in a way, being at Disneyland when no one's there. So that's nice. So it doesn't feel like a Monday, just feels like another day. And today I'm going to be working on some things with the podcast. If you haven't listen to the podcast. It's called The 20 Show. 20 spelled with a Y-S. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on podbean.com. And Wednesday, I have another one. And I have a new idea coming up that I want to implement in the podcast. It's going to be quite nice. And I don't think it's ever been done before. And that's the beauty of constantly thinking and revolving yourself around an idea or a craft things just sort of pop up you know you could do the same thing for three years and then all of a sudden on the third year in the 16th day at 4 p.m something hits you and you look at it at an entirely different angle with a different lens The the perspective has shifted and it's It's quite nice, but you really have to sit with it. You know, people put things down quickly. So just sit with it. Find your best hours of creativity. Don't blame yourself for procrastination. Um, Don't give yourself deadlines or do. You know, I'm not really good with deadlines. That's why it's cool to to work on something that's not really due, like i have this podcast that i do and i want to start making music videos there's no deadline for that it's sort of just on me but if you know that you could use a deadline maybe join a class or make a bet with your your loved ones or your friends and say hey you know if i don't do this in a week i owe you 20 bucks You know, the person's going to be like, sure, like I got nothing to lose. They don't have to pay you money. You just have to pay them money. So money shouldn't really be involved because it's kind of like, you know, then you're obligated and maybe it'll put too much pressure on you. But like I said, if you need those deadlines, then go for it. I've never been good at it. I am taking a video productions class right now, which is cool and it allows me to just get into that zone. It's a pretty light class, but um, yeah, when those book reports were due in elementary school, you know I waited till 10pm the night before and sometimes the day of, so that's just the way that some people work, I think we should stop beating ourselves up if we aren't at a certain place in life, at a certain age. I I know that's easy for me to say being under 30 years old, but I don't know. I think there's some, there's a classiness. There's there's a wisdom behind putting your heart and soul into something after, after living, you know, after being able to like, be like, okay, I've lived. I know what it's like to have patience and, and eat good food and travel. And now I'm going to put my experiences and stories into an art form because I have something to talk about. Or I, I felt things. Yeah. Last night I experienced an incredible film. It took Jess and I on a journey. The name of the film is Call Me By Your Name. If you love... Film, and what I mean by that is, if you are not just a film buff, if but if you are are moved by the essence of film and the score and the cinematography and the acting, and you have an open heart, I mean, there's no there's no better film to watch right now. Um, now that I'm on the subject of films. You know, this past couple months, these past couple months, the films Ladybird, Call Me By Your Name, and Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread with Mr. Daniel Day were utterly amazing. They were remarkable, remarkable films in their own way. So Call Me By Your Name, I want to just share a scene. I want to record such a powerful scene that um, and I hope the copyright's okay with that. I don't know how that works, but oh well, and without giving too much away, the film is about a young boy and an an older man, and it takes takes place in Italy, and it's shot wonderfully god it's it's beautiful and the the movie's discovering a A love interest between um, this this boy who lives here in Italy and this this older gentleman uh, I would say late twenties thirties compared to the seventeen year old boy and he is in town because he is a sort of uh, he's a student of the boy's father who is a professor and this scene is so potent and it is a monologue by the father speaking to the son about about love the the son is a bit heartbroken because the person he's so deeply connected to and in love with and has just shared a long intimate summer with, in sort of like a fantasy world, and in in, in Italy, I mean, that's, that's romantic on its own. Ha, that's come to an end, and the father is aware of the son's situation. The son in this moment is now feeling things, and he's also sort of realizing that, you know, my father knew that I was engaged in in a relationship with this with this man living under our roof for the summer. But that's not the main thing, which is what's so splendid um about, about this scene. It it is um it's just it's how the father expresses what what his son just went through means to human beings, and to even himself, the father, what it did, what it how it made him feel. And it's just beautiful. So I'll just go ahead and and play that I think that was enough to paint a little bit of a of a picture. Yeah, all right, that's fine. Comment by your name.
1: So Welcome home Thanks Oliver enjoyed the trip? Yeah I think he did You two had a nice friendship Yeah You're too smart not to know how rare, how special what you two had was. Oliver was Oliver. Parce que c'était lui. Parce que c'était moi. Oliver made me very intelligent, but he was more than intelligent. What you two had. Had everything and nothing to do with intelligence. He was good. You were both lucky to have found each other because you too are good. I think he was better than... That. I'm sure he'd say the same thing about it's you. It. Hmm? say the same thing. <laughs> Which flatters you both. And when you least expect it, nature has cunning ways of finding our weakest spot. Just remember I'm here. Right now, you may not want to feel anything. Maybe you never wanted to feel anything. And uh, maybe it's not to me you'll want to speak about these things, but uh, feel something you obviously did. Look, you had a beautiful friendship. Maybe more than a friendship. And I envy you. my place, most parents would hope the whole thing goes away pray their sons land on their feet, but I am not such a parent. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to make yourself feel nothing, so as not to feel anything. What a waste. Have I spoken out of turn? And I'll say one more thing. It'll clear the air. I may have come close, but I never had what you two have. Something always held me back. Her stood in the way. How you live your life is your business. Just remember, our hearts and our bodies are given to us only once. Before you know it, your heart's worn out, and as for your body, there comes a point when no one looks at it, much less wants to come near it. Right now, there's sorrow,
0: pain, don't kill
1: it, and with it the joy you felt.
0: Yes. So to wrap things up, and without giving away any spoilers, because I do not believe in spoilage of good, good art and film, especially because you can't really spoil a song, right? It's like, don't tell me, don't tell me the chorus. The the potency of that scene is, you know, quite evident. But it's uh, it obviously had a stronger impact on on me and and jess last night when we watched it because we were sitting down and having an intimate time with this with this film this this scene is towards the end of the movie and we had just been through this two-hour build so if you haven't seen it i recommend it because it's it's worth every second however uh if you just take that that what those the father was saying i mean there's there's so much um there's just so much beauty in in everything that he's saying as a parent for a parent you know i in my personal opinion that is how a parent should be um not that there's a way of doing things but to uh, to have witnessed and felt something that your 17 year old son has just experienced and to be able to say i envy that you know we only get one heart and we only get one shot at this life so to have felt something like that. And for me, always, always scratching the surface, but never being able to dive deep and and feel that, you know, I envy that and I support you and I love you. And so that's just, that's so special, especially with in this day and age. I, I just think that's, that's something that, you know, I never experienced. That's something that uh, my girlfriend Jess has never experienced, and a lot of people don't. So, so that's it's just an important, uh, powerful message, and and just a lesson to to us all, in my opinion, that we should allow ourselves to feel. We should allow ourselves to let the sorrow run through us, and and it, it's great because it, it happened. So this kid's going through heartbreak, but you know better to have felt something than to have not you know there's a scene earlier in the movie where they talk about a they they are running through poetry and they're talking about a king or a queen i forget who who hesitates you know does he does he die with his hesitation or does he speak up you know that's the big thing and and it's not just with relationships it could go it could be used for anything you know your your career choice or your you know your anger towards someone or or your love towards someone. so it's really quite quite great and then another thing about about the film again without giving uh, anything away or, or too much away it's 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 really refreshing and nice to see a film not focus at all on. How are we going to end this? How are we going to wrap this up? How are we going to bring it full circle? You know, it just seems that they wanted nothing to do. It wasn't even in their thought process to sit there and think like, we need this this, this mold, this cookie cutter love story mold where everything does work out or everything doesn't work. You know, like it's, it's not that it's unpredictable, it's just there's such a natural flow of just human emotion throughout the film that it just focuses more on characters and feelings as opposed to story. And that's very common in international films or foreign films, they're character-driven. So yeah, I mean, watch some more international films. All right, well... This has been Freshly Squeezed, Call Me By Your Name is a great film, and happy Monday. Cheers. (laughs) Put up a boom, put up a bit of bum, put a bit of put a bit of a bit of put a bit of put a bit of put a bit of put a bit of